Ooh, what's going on, everyone? I'm Mike here with another edition of the Turntable Teachers. Uh, how's it going, everybody? I hope you guys are all having a great day. Thank you for tuning in. If you're new to the channel, welcome. But uh, what are you doing starting at episode 9? Like, go listen to the first 8 episodes that we have. You know what I mean? Like, do you start Game of Thrones on season 3? Do you feel me? Like, I rest my case. Like, we have eight other episodes. Go check those out. Now I'm only playing. I appreciate you guys being here. Uh, those of you who have been with us for now, since we've launched the start of the new year, this 2019, you might be wondering, this intro is a little different. And also, where's Cody? I kidnapped him. No, I'm only kidding. He's in detention. No, no, no. But in, in all seriousness, I'll explain that in just a second. This is going to be a new set of episodes on our channel, uh, which we're calling Night School. And Night School is going to basically be shorter segments and episodes where we focus on a specific topic or address an event going on in the music world. Uh, we have some awesome ideas for this edition of the podcast, and we're hoping it's going to be like a nice breakup from some of our regular episodes. So today's Night School class is going to be a brand new segment that Cody and I are calling Show and Tell. And I want to shout out Cody's friend Grace on that name. I absolutely love it. Show and Tell, teachers, get it. You know, I mean, we were all in elementary school once, I'm sure, right? You guys came, like, you brought, like, your favorite stuffed animal or, you know, your favorite CD or, like, your favorite toy or whatever dumb shit we all brought that, I mean, whatever. It's cute. Don't hate on it, all right? I hope you understand where we're going with it. Basically, what we're doing here is if Cody or myself or both of us go to a concert, we're going to basically come back and report it and sort of review it for you guys. Uh, our first show, Intel, is going to be on Fleetwood Mac's concert that just played in TD Garden in Boston a couple of nights back. And spoiler alert, since Cody did not come to the show with me, I'll be flying solo on this review to tell you guys like really kind of how the night went and things like that. So, But first, before I start, I just quickly want to address, I want to say rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey was shot and killed outside of his, his clothing store in L.A., I'm sure Cody and I will talk about Nipsey when we will have like a segment on Nipsey uh, somewhere down the line, maybe as like a tribute to him. But so I don't want to get into too much of this right now. But I quickly did just want to say, Nipsey, you're in my thoughts and prayers and probably the whole music world's thoughts and prayers as we kind of, you know, try to wrap our brains around this whole thing. So uh, again, shout out to Nipsey Hustle, his whole family. I know you guys are probably going through a difficult time. So our condolences from uh, our, our, us at the turntable teachers to you guys but anyway so moving forward uh, so yeah I went to Fleetwood Mac on Sunday so this is Tuesday I'm recording and unfortunately uh, they had supposed to have another uh, show tonight but it got canceled based on the fact that somebody got in this in the uh, band got sick which pretty which sucks so I feel very lucky that I was able to attend that show and I was able to go with my family which was really cool and my mom who is like the biggest Fleetwood Mac fan like that I know and she's like the person that got us actually into Fleetwood Mac so it was just kind of only fitting that my brothers and I were able to go to that show with my mother so that was a really cool thing first of all, I gotta give these guys credit I mean I, I guess I can't blame them one of them got sick on this show that's coming up for tonight at the, or the day I'm recording this but it's really impressive how great that they're able to just like come out and play this much like they're all these guys are and girls are in their 60s and 70s you know what i mean like it's insane and they've been around since like the 70s and i think they they started this tour october 3rd of 2018 and they're supposed to end it in september so they're basically doing like well, over a year basically right now close to a year which is and that's like they've done they're supposedly doing like 80 something shows like it's ridiculous so, I mean, give these guys all the credit in the world 
for even being able to get out there, you know, every other night or every two nights and still do this. I mean, it's I'm sure it's physically taxing. I'm not an artist. I've never gone on tour, but I would assume it's physically taxing on somebody doing that any age. So whether you know, so give them a sh- you know, shit ton of credit. Personnel, if so, people that older listeners of the channel, I'm sure you're probably familiar with Fleetwood Mac. Not to like age you guys or date you guys. My my, my apologies there. You know, hopefully that didn't come off. You know. In a, in, a, in a negative way but um for our younger listeners though Fleetwood Mac is a band that's been around like I said just now since the 70s I mean they've been around for a long long time uh, a lot of softer rock some harder rock influences and also some alternative and sort of just it's just very mellow and a lot of their music is very mellow and um, vibey personnel from Fleetwood Mac comprised of as, as of was of now it's comprised of six people it used to be uh, this is Lindsey Buckingham. Well, it was in this band back since dating since the '70s, I believe. He and Stevie Nicks even dated, I think, like when they joined the group. But Lindsey, unfortunately, about a year ago, I think it was this past year, they kicked him out of the band. He so he did electric guitar and he also sang. So they got rid of him for whatever. I can't actually remember the reason why. I, I'll have to look it up. I probably should have before I did this. But either way, the f- personnel that I was able to see on at at the TD Garden uh, this past Sunday night where uh, Mick Fleetwood right he does drums chimes gongs and a lot of uh, just the percussion he's kind of the head sort of guy of the of the of the group and then there's John McVie he does bass guitar Uh, Christine McVie she's on vocals and digital uh, piano Stevie Nicks is the lead vocalist who is you know world-renowned and then they had two additions to their their group before they went on this tour one being neil finn not a not really like a good history with neil finn for me personally i just don't really know him super well but i know he does vocals and he did uh, electric acoustic guitars at the show and then they actually included mike campbell which i'm super super excited that they added mike campbell and i'll tell you i'll explain that a little bit more later as i get into the sort of the set list and how the night went but Mike Campbell was originally in Tom Petty's band and they moved him over I think he's like good friends with uh Mick Fleetwood or Stevie Nicks one of them and great addition so anyway uh going into the show obviously I think people would question okay how are they going to be without Lindsey Buckingham can Mike Campbell and Neil Finn essentially pick up the slack and the short answer to that honestly was yes especially Mike Campbell I thought Mike Campbell brought some serious like shred shredding on the guitar like some serious energy he was fantastic all night and neil finn as well really brought a lot of great moments as, uh, for sure including one of his songs that he did um that I, a lot of us probably know i'll, I'll address it in just a, in just a minute basically so then the night started off coming out with the chain which is one of their well-known tracks uh, immediately this was a song that I, I'm glad that they started with because it just kind of brought in the energy that was necessary to kind of keep us going throughout the show for sure another so then I thought that was a huge highlight coming right in then they played Little Lies which was you know pretty solid I can't really complain about that one Dreams came in as well so at the by the way just I don't think I said this at the beginning but at the very end of this I'll give you guys my top five favorite tracks from Fleetwood Mac. So spoiler alert, one of these is, I'm just going to say it right out the bat, is Dreams. I'll talk about it a little bit um, towards the end. So Dreams came in, and so Stevie Nicks, I mean, she's, I think she just turned 70, if I'm not mistaken, or she's like, yeah, I think she's in her 70s, which is wild to me, but anyway, she 
so the biggest gripe I had with Stevie Nicks, obviously she's a legend. I'm not bashing her by any means. And of course she's 70. So she has a lot of things, these things kind of going against her, but she just could not hit a lot of the falsetto notes that she was able to hit in a lot of her songs when she was a lot younger, most notably on a song like Dreams, where again, this is one of my favorite Fleetwood Mac songs of all time. It's probably the first, I think it's the first Fleetwood Mac song I've heard. I really love it. And she came in and she was, like I said, she was doing her best with the vocals, but she missed a ton of notes and she just couldn't hit any of those like falsetto high notes. So I was kind of like disappointed with the execution and sort of the performance of this song, especially because it being one of my favorite songs. And I I will say this as well about the TD Garden. And I've, I've actually never seen a concert at TD Garden until this past Sunday. And I had heard though that the acoustics are not great in TD Garden. That was just like the rumor had it. Like I've had friends, family members, just and then just rumor on the street that the acoustics just aren't great at TD. And I basically can agree at that point that it they, they're not great. So a lot of this might not have been their fault. Could have been, you know, the venue, which makes sense. So I don't know. I felt Dreams was just like not exactly like a, a low light, but it was just very disappointing. Of course, it, that's like one of their most well-known songs, so like everybody knew it and was kind of vibing to it still. So it is what it is. Singing along, it's one of those sing-along tracks. I feel like regardless. So even though Stevie couldn't hit those falsetto notes and really punch it in, you know, still she she did fine. Secondhand news, I felt like kind of was able to sort of bring up some more energy, like you know, one of the more energetic tracks that they have. So that song was really able to sort of kind of give us some more you know firepower as we were going into it um the next part of the set list i want to talk about was black magic woman specifically for mike campbell because holy crap guys this man came in with two of the dopest guitar solos i've heard live and like ever like he was playing like upside playing it like upside down he was like it was insane man like some of the some of the notes and chords that he was able to to hit on on that electric guitar man like he he can shred so he was super awesome on Black Magic Woman. And then right before, or excuse me, right after that, they got into Tell Me All the Things You Do, which Mick Fleetwood, towards the back end, started doing um, a really cool sort of progression with the, uh, his low hats. And then that went, transitioned actually right into like a drum solo from him. And they also had this other drummer, and he was playing some bongos too, this Taku Haranu, I believe his name is pronounced. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, and I apologize if I'm if I'm not. But they got into kind of this like back and forth sort of like he you know Mick would do a, a drum solo, and then Taku would come in and, and do a cool one, and then they eventually both of them were down, and they were doing bongos, and it was just it was just great, like so much fun uh, watching them kind of just go back and forth and just enjoy and just just kind of just play off the cuff and freestyle. It was like they were freestyling. So that was really, really, really cool. Uh, one of my favorite parts of the night, weirdly enough, and there wasn't even a song. Transitioning from that, they just did a couple more numbers of their own, and then Neil Finn actually came in with one of his tracks, uh, his most his most well-known track, Don't Dream It's Over, which I didn't realize he had sang before that night. I, like, I had heard the song, obviously. It's one of those moments, like, you hear the song, you just don't know, like, where you like, you knew, you don't know where you've heard it and like who sings it you just like it's one of those iconic tracks so go check that one out for those of you guys that have never haven't heard that or like or, or maybe you have and you just need a refresher but regardless that was one of the better moments of the night too he kind of came out did his thing by himself and the whole crowd obviously like did the whole phones you know with the with the flashlight on you know swaying it back and forth because that's kind of one of those types of tracks so 
that was really great uh, as well. And then, of course, they kept going. They did a couple more of their numbers. Uh, one of the other songs that I felt was really great right after that was Landslide. And, and uh, I think this one works. It was one of Stevie's better cuts uh, throughout the night because she actually didn't have to go. It's one of those songs she doesn't have to dip into that falsetto and really go into it. So I thought that that was one of the better performances from her. She did a nice job on Gypsy as well, and that's a great song. Came out with, before that, Rhiannon, uh, another highlight for sure. And that got the crowd going completely. So one of the only really downsides, I think, like I was talking a little bit earlier, was the TD Garden. And one of the t- particular tracks, that could, because of the acoustics, I think it just kind of messed this song up, was You Make Love and Fun. And I, another one song that I was really looking forward to hearing live but it just felt like the instrumentation was drowning out their vocals or you know the volumes weren't really set right or whatever the case may be or it wasn't just mixed properly as they were like going through the performance of that song so that one was kind of an, another low light for me just unfortunately but then it picked right back up towards the back end of that after that they did uh, gold dust woman which they had this beautiful backdrop of like the shimmering gold and uh, Stevie Nicks just kind of took center stage. I feel like that was her moment where she really kind of brought herself into the, ingratiated herself into the night completely. Like she was almost like she was up there singing by herself with no one else watching. And she had this like, you know, um, yellow sort of gold flowing dress on uh, that she put on for it. And it was just kind of a, beautiful aesthetic it was a it was beautiful sonically and everyone got really into it that was a really great song as well and finally they ended their sort of number with uh, go go your own way which of course another one of the highlights and one of the most popular songs from Fleetwood Mac and of course that was kind of a good like farewell type of track and then they obviously left and then they came out for an encore they did free fallen you know because they like I said they have Mike Campbell from Tom Petty so that was Obviously, people went crazy to that. Don't Stop and All Over Again, of course, as well, to kind of finish off that encore, which which was really great. And then Mick Fleetwood came out afterwards, and he was you know sharing some sentiments and saying you know how we all need to be kinder to each other, and you know we all might be different people, and but we're all trying to live and, and and live a life that's meaningful, and we should be respectful, and there's just too much hate and you know not enough love in the world, and and I could really appreciate, and he felt sounded very heartfelt about it. And I felt like that was a great sentiment to sort of end on. I know a lot of artists are kind of trying to preach the, the positivity thing. And I, I think it's really important that artists are doing that. Of course, like I said earlier, like, like a guy like Nipsey Hussle, who was preaching positivity constantly and, you know, still unfortunately was met with this violence, this negative violence that took his life. So it was just crazy that that happened on that night. And then, you know, Mick's preaching about us coming together and, and being better people and trying to just do better as a as a as a society. So I really felt like that was great from him and he was awesome all night. I got to say, like I think Mick on the percussion and the drums, I think was my favorite part of the show because he had so much energy. You could just tell he just had a smile on his face the whole time. Like he's still living like the dream. You know what I mean? Like seventy something, just still like playing out sold out shows every night. So that was really cool to see for sure. And then the other one of my favorite moments was our or people I should say was was Mike Campbell as I said cuz I thought his guitar playing was just fantastic. So him mixed with Neil Finn, I would say like 
overall, we didn't really miss Lindsey Buckingham, and they were a little limited in terms of some of the songs they could have played because of Lindsey's vocals doing it. But overall, I mean, they still brought a ton of energy. They brought you know a lot of just nostalgia to the to, to the stage. Brought you know it was crazy how you know diverse the crowd was weirdly enough but there was also you know there's also a lot of just people that have been fans of them for 50 some odd years this is their last tour so i mean anybody and then everyone was coming out who's a fan of them to see them really great to see like even younger girls and women like that still like idolize stevie nixon and just recognize the sort of legacy she's put on music so i think that was like really cool that there was a lot just a lot of different ages and age types of people that was just like one example but anyway, so overall, if I, I know they said that uh, the TD Garden show is going to be, it was canceled obviously for tonight, but it's going to be postponed uh, for somewhere down the line. So if you are from Boston and you hear this and you have an opportunity to go see them because they're going to come back so and, and redo that show. So go get tickets uh, if you can, if when that whenever that they drop that date. I think it was definitely worth it for sure, and especially because they're probably never going to play again. And then, of course, they're still touring through September. So, if someone not, of course, in Boston, you're in a different, live in a different city, or you're visiting a different city at some point, I would definitely look at the rest of their tour dates and see if you can catch a show. If 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 you can get out there and uh, you know make it happen financially, go see them. Uh, they're really worth it. They're iconic. They're one of the probably best bands of all time i don't know if that's just my opinion but probably the majority of people opinions at the very least they're super influential to a lot of artists uh, especially nowadays so like i said if you are around in 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 a city where they're playing uh, and you're kind of on the fence about going i I recommend going even if even though stevie nicks's vocals left a little bit to be desired here and there the energy and the overall night was worth it and um Hey, you know, get people, guys my age, guys, gals my age in their twenties, um, you know, that has parents that are go that love Fleetwood Mac. Take your mom, take your pop, take take your family. It's it, it's a good it's a good time. It's a good concert to to go to, for sure. Anybody that's that's a fan of these guys. So I'm just quickly as well uh, gonna end this segment our very first show and tell I'm going to end this one just giving you guys my top five favorite Fleetwood Mac songs so these are songs that I've listened to for a long time that I'm a fan of Um, I actually have their Rumors uh, LP on vinyl it's one of my favorite vinyls I play it all the time that one and probably like the Amy Amy Winehouse I think get the most spin on my record player uh, especially lately but either way so I'm just going to give you guys like I said my top five favorite Fleetwood Mac songs so somebody that is not a Fleetwood Mac fan or has never heard of Fleetwood Mac especially like you younger crowd these are the songs that I would personally start with if you don't know who they are and then kind of keep going into their, some of their deeper cuts and or if you are an older listener and you've been listening to or even my age and you've been listening to Fleetwood Mac for a while this will probably give you guys some nostalgia or you can kind of debate with me so feel free to in the comments section on this instagram post you know tell me if my top five fleetwood mac songs is egregious to you if it's wrong tell me which song you put in there instead or songs but either way so these are in no particular order i'm just gonna kind of rattle them off uh my one of my one of my favorite tracks from fleetwood mac number one is rhiannon I just love that looping guitar chord as being like the kind of the main part of the instrumentation. I think it's just super great. And the drum line is simple, but it's catchy. And I think Stevie Nicks gives one of her 
like better vocal performances in her Fleetwood Mac discography. Uh, it's charismatic. It's got a lot of personality. Uh, the chorus is simplistic. Obviously, just Rhiannon. That's just kind of repeated, but it's memorable. You know what I mean? It sticks with you, and just kind of the the, the cadence in which they sing it is it just sticks in your head, and it's just very vibey. Um, there's this also really great electric guitar that kind of punches its way. Uh, through in like the hooks and it kind of gives it like some good contrast with throw the smoother and wavier instrumentation so and then they also kind of they add these blissful chimes and keys that kind of mix throughout that sort of give it again a little bit more dimension so Rhiannon great track smooth like I said vibey go check that track out that's another really great that's a great one uh second track I have here is called Landslide it's another one of my favorites it's a, be- a beautiful Stevie Nicks perf- uh, performance one of my favorites from them uh, lyrically, this is actually one of my favorite tracks as well. One line that really sticks out to me, uh, or a couple of bars here, is, Oh, mirror in the sky, what is love? Can the child within my heart rise above? Can I sail through this changing ocean tides? Can I handle the seasons of my life? So essentially, she's kind of a saying, you know, can I accept the changes that occur in my life and roll with it? Can I deal with these ups and downs of life? Like this whole track kind of just embodies like a fear of change, like a fear of making mistakes, you know, kind of not choosing the right path. Uh, And then sort of living with the decisions that we make as everyday people, but trying to be confident in those decisions. And and that's all so much easier said than done, you know, especially when you're making big life changes. Like if you're going to get married or on the opposite end, if you're going to break up with a girlfriend or a boyfriend or you're going to, you know, make a career change or, you know, sort of just kind of growing older and just realizing that you might slide a little bit and you might make a mistake, but that's okay. It's all about kind of the process of that. And especially so that they make, Stevie Nicks makes a really great point in the, lyrically here too, saying that time is the only constant in our lives. Time is constant. Time will never change. And that's the truth. So, and sort of just kind of how, how to get, how getting older with time, how can you sort of make that a positive reality so i love the, just the sentiment of the song regardless and then and then of course sonically it's amazing it's got a great acoustic guitar loop it's mellow it's dramatic it's, but it's moody and then there's this like nice little electric guitar that come in with some faded effects and that kind of again give it some more dimension to the track it almost feels like and i don't want to you know i think this is what they were kind of going for but i think when i close my eyes and i listen to landslide i, I picture myself like almost like on it on top of a mountain or something like that like just kind of lit like observing the world and sort of like reflecting on my life or like there was this great there's this great trail of, over in um medford massachusetts anybody that goes up there it's the now uh, some tower on it on, on a hill it's called in, in the fells i can't remember the uh, name of the tower off the top of my head but you can like see the whole uh, Boston skyline and then behind you is just nothing but like trees and sort of it's just beautiful up there I loved going up there in the summertime in the spring when it's nice so I feel like that's a song like it gives me that aesthetic when I listen to it so I uh, I just love that about it so it's a great track love it landslide check that one out if you haven't going next of course I've said this earlier it's kind of a spoiler alert dreams love that love that track so much uh, the percussion line really drives the instrumentation here and it kind of drives its catchiness and there's a great addition of these these hi hats symbols, and that's kind of like the percussion is really the defining section of the beat for this one, uh, which is a little bit different because than the ones I said before because they were more the guitar was sort of the main instrument, the sort of the the base of the beat. Uh, this one is really more driven by the percussion, and then again, they, but they bring in all these different sort of elements into the hook, really, whereas like the instrumentation sort of starts to kind of become more blissful and lush. 
with this piano and then there's acoustic guitar that's in there a bass guitar a tambourine even some bongos that build into the hook so it's really great instrumentally uh which i should shouldn't say i have to say every single time uh, every track because all of fleetwood mac songs are obviously pretty great you know, subjectively of course instrumentally but um and of course this is the track for anybody that doesn't know it by name it's that the song with thunder only happens when it's raining players only love you when they're playing you know you, you, you know you know that track everybody uh some of you guys are like yeah we know that track and some of you guys are like yo mike just be quiet already but uh <laughs> but yeah so i just of course it's like an iconic track everybody knows that song i feel like basically kind of just dealing with a breakup and the repercussions that it is and it's just kind of difficulty moving on but um there will be hope when the rain washes clean sort of after that storm and things are kind of become clearer not to I'm, i was using my air quotes for the rain washes clean part but of course it's only audio so you guys couldn't see that hopefully my inflections in my voice gave that away but either way uh so this is one of my other one of my favorite tracks um it's the first track i heard from fleetwood i think i said that a little earlier another one of my favorite tracks is the chain which they like i said they came out to that song and it's got a ton of energy so it's again no no deny the first three tracks i said were a lot more sort of like stripped back laid back mellow sort of vibey this is probably the if i could then that's more like my favorite sort of songs from fleetwood mac but if i were to give one of my more energetic cuts the, the chain would be probably be my favorite uh it's got a nice little like country and hard rock influences with a nice country sounding acoustic guitar loop at the beginning and it's just got tons of energy a great mix of keys the percussion blend is awesome and then Nick's and Buckingham's intertwined vocals have a ton of energy, so it's just a really great song. It almost sounds like it could be in like a Western film, you know what I mean? So like a score for that, like the definitely it's one of definitely one of the more upbeat tracks they have. So again, really fun track. Check that one out if you haven't. And then the last song I want to throw out there. So of course Lindsey Buckingham wasn't there. They didn't play this song. When this is one of my favorites as well. Never going back again. This is a track about moving forward never going back kind of getting up when you fall and uh the acoustic guitar is definitely the defining instrumentation for this particular beat and it's just but it, and it's so catchy it's just like so it's got a groove to it it's got a melody it's it just it's beyond like it just sticks in your head and buckingham's vocal performance is passionate it's actually like stunningly pretty gorgeous really and there's some nice backing vocals through mixed throughout that really kind of give the hook especially uh some good dimension so again that's one of my favorite tracks as well never going back again yeah so that's basically it guys again i went to fleetwood mac at the td garden in boston i would seriously recommend going if you guys like fleetwood mac and uh you live in another like i said another city where he, they're playing go give go check them out this is your last opportunity so uh yeah that does it for our first show and tell episode again thank you for listening Go find this post and give it a like and comment on uh, our Fleetwood Mac post on our Instagram. Our Instagram is at Turntable Teachers. Comment, you know, what are your favorite Fleetwood Mac tracks? Are yours? Do you disagree with my favorite Fleetwood Mac tracks? Or did you go to Fleetwood Mac? What did you think of the show? You know, or whether it was at the Garden or anywhere else they've played the last, you know, about six months or so. So I'd love to hear you guys' feedback on that. And as always, so thank you for listening. I'm Mike. Cody will be back next time. I promise, guys. Uh, we'll actually be back with our next show and tell, so, uh, which we briefly touched upon in one of our last episodes. So excited about that. That'll be out probably in the next week or so. Anyway, until next time, I'm Mike. 
and class is dismissed.